0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. Today, we're discussing It Was Always You. If you are new to us, Megan is a longtime Hallmark fan, and Wendy, we like to say she's new, but honestly, she probably has seen more Hallmark movies than the average hallmark fan at this point uh, maybe <laughs> She's definitely a super fan in the making even if it's slightly reluctantly me a
1: super fan
0: oh
1: uh, I, I mean, for sure you have
0: seen all of the new year new movies and all of the love ever after you've seen yes. every single 2021 new release yes yes as a quick programming note This was the final movie in the Love Ever After series. Next week, we have a standalone original movie, Fit for a Prince. We get a one-week break. And then on March 20th, we launch right into Spring Fling with the five-movie series. So we're just trucking right ahead. So we will be
1: taking a week break. Is that right?
0: correct. There will be a one-week break. But, you know, if you need more from us during that time... You should subscribe to our Patreon because there's a bonus podcast from last month that you would get access to. And you'll also get this month's bonus podcast episode, which is coming soon. You can also find us on Instagram, Megan and Wendy LSS, and hop into our Facebook group, Long Story Shorties. And.
1: Every time. (laughs) You can email the show at MeganandWendy at gmail.com. We love your emails. We love the feedback, good or bad. Give it to us, and I believe Megan has one to read today.
0: We received an email about this week's movie, It Was Always You, and it actually came in before I had even had a chance to watch it, and the subject is... Actually, I thought the subject was something different. The subject is, it was always you. The (laughs) content of the email is four stars. It made me smile. It made me cry. It gave me hope. Now, that's the Hallmark movie. So, I went into this movie
1: with that in my brain. My face, right now, is, like, dumbfounded. (laughs) Let's read the synopsis (laughs) before we dump all over the movie. Okay. It was always you. Elizabeth's engagement plans are thrown into disarray when her fiancé's free-spirited brother David returns home. David's unexpected influence prompts Elizabeth to question her life's decisions. Starring Tyler Hines and Erin Krakow. I don't know how to say her last name. Is that how? Krakow? I would say Krakow. Krakow. yeah, Yeah, emphasis on the first syllable.
0: Okay. Before we get to First Impressions, we're going to discuss news and notes. Mm -hmm. And did you know that Aaron Krakow requested Tyler Hines for this role? Well, we must have read the same (laughs) article this morning.
1: (laughs) Because I have the same note.
0: (laughs) Look, if I were a Hallmark actress, I would also request Tyler Hines to play alongside me. He's a fan favorite. Yes, (laughs) he's absolutely 100% my favorite of the Hallmark dudes.
1: Well, I mean, all his Heine, fi- Heine fans Heine fans are going to tune in no matter what, right? So, of course, if you're playing opposite him, you want the, you know, Brad Pitt of Hallmark or whatever to be your opposite.
0: Now, Erin Krakow is no Hallmark slouch herself. She stars in One Calls the Heart, and they definitely heavily promote that series. Jeez. A in lot. the commercial breaks of these movies. So she's well known by Hallmark fans. I have
1: never seen an episode of that show. Have you? <laughs> no. I. And I think at one time I pitched you going, should we watch this show? And you're like, no, 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 not happening. It Which does kind appeal of, to me. Yeah, but I, because it's like Western. It's not even western not Old-timey? What What is prairie? it? Prairie? I don't actually know. I mean, <laughs> all I know is what I've seen in
0: the previews. She has very long hair in that show. And every once in a while, when the
1: preview comes on, I think, oh, this is a movie. No. No. Nope. Well, okay, I remember at one time telling me that you're not a huge fan of hers. I was wrong
0: about that. Oh. Very I'm- interesting. I wasn't looking forward to her in this movie, and I stand corrected. Okay. Do you have any other news and notes? Well, per the article we read, it seemed like both claim to have a little bit of input on the script, kind of rounding out scenes that... They felt needed a little bit of oomph. And of course, this was filmed in Canada in Victoria, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh, I loved filming locations, and I have, in fact, been to Victoria. But it was
1: supposed to be Seattle, right?
0: I don't know where it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be an island because
1: they kept saying, we're going to the island. Right. I thought I saw the Space Needle in one, like, aerial Uh, shot, uh which would make sense that if it's, you know, in the Washington area, there are little islands out there that people would live on. But I don't think they ever actually... Did they ever name the island?
0: Not that I wrote down. I just... Kept hearing them refer to "We're going
1: to the island." Island, yes. Um, I don't know if you saw this quote in this in that same article we read this morning, but Tyler Hines says, "quote Sometimes I get bored halfway through the <laughs> scenes and I start going off to try to get a reaction out of Erin or to make her break." And I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> I did see that. Sometimes I get bored. That's how I felt about this movie. Do you want to talk about first reactions? Well, I mean, spoiler alert, I think we're already there. We're going to fight. Listen, for it being a Tyler Hines film, and the last in the Love Ever After slate, I was unimpressed. I found it slow. I didn't care about the characters. And I had a huge problem with the love triangle. I have something to say about the love triangle, and we will
0: get there. However... I strongly disagree. And this was my favorite of the Love Ever After
1: series. Nope. Oh, nope. <laughs> nope. You guys, listen, I have, I think the original point of this Girls Gone Hallmark podcast was that it would be funny that Wendy comes on and watches these movies that she's never seen before and shits all over them. I have tried to write that ship over the last couple months because there are some movies that I really enjoy, but this one, I'm going to shit all over. So, well, before we warned. get to the
0: shitting portion of the podcast, <laughs> did you like anything about this movie?
1: You know, okay, a couple things. And I say this every week. I love the location. It was super beautiful. It made me want to go there wherever this there was. Yes. Um, I like both of these actors separately in other projects that I've watched them in. I just... I didn't hate them together, but I thought they lacked something. Like, I don't know what it was. I was more into him than I was into her. I have a few more. Do you want me to keep going? Sure. I loved the Trisha Yearwood song. How I love that they I... got it. Uh, I love that they got it for this movie, too. Like, mm-hmm. I love that song so much. And their dance scene when they were in, like, the DJ's basement or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever it was. Um, The wedding registry scene. I thought was funny and cute. And finally, I really liked that at the end, Elizabeth broke things off and went and traveled for the year in a very reminiscent, I choose me part of her life. I had that as one of the things I liked. And I think that,
0: I don't know when we'll talk about the love triangle, but we, well, I I have a place where I'd like to talk about it, but- I think that softens the blow of the love triangle because she doesn't immediately fall into a new relationship. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, when we come back, we see that George is also in a new relationship, which I could tell from the very opening scene of the movie would be the direction that this went. Had problems with that, too. What I liked, I loved her house, her home before she goes to the island. It was absolutely beautiful. I don't know what a dentist makes, but this was the most beautiful living room I've ever seen.
1: I don't even... I'm going to have to go back and look at it. I don't even remember it being you a You should go out. Back, tons of fresh flowers. It was beautiful.
0: Okay. I liked the scene between the two brothers as George was leaving for his, quote, dental emergency. I thought it showed their brotherly affection for each other. I thought, you know, there's a little bit of a push and pull between the two of them because David is kind of the nomad and George is kind of the do-gooder. Mm-hmm. But I thought that scene showed that they really do care about each other. I like the line, if you just let go once in a while, you might discover that you're not vanilla after all. Mm -hmm. I had made an assumption based on the preview of this movie that Tyler Hines character, David, was going to be a grouchy grump and that was going to be the main source of conflict in this movie. Well,
1: because in a lot of movies that Tyler Hines acts in is he plays like this real dickhead at first. And I think he's good at it. Yeah, yeah.
0: However, that was not the case in this movie. I mean, no, he's not kind go. of gruff, but he's not, that's not their conflict. And I really liked that. And the final thing I liked is that Tyler Hines can bring a movie home in the final scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was it in particular? Is it that scene where they were snuggling on the couch at the end and eating popcorn? No, in the wedding.
0: Uh-huh the speech he gives her and perhaps it's that I'm a Tyler Hines stan and he can do no wrong in my eyes
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I really enjoyed that scene and then they start dancing and he goes yeah I really thought that speech would get me a kiss I
1: just adore him yeah I liked it I kind of thought he had a little bit of a like marble mouth in this <laughs> in this movie like do you know what I mean like I, I couldn't do. understand half the things he was saying I don't I don't know what it was. I had listened to another podcast that also reviews Hallmark movies, and they had said that there was some indication that he was trying to imitate Robert De Niro or something (laughs) like that. And I was like, what? But I don't. Does Robert De Niro have a marble mouth, too? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, that doesn't come home for me. Me neither. But I was just like. I can't understand half the things he's saying. And I'm like so intensely like looking at his mouth to see if I can see the words coming out of his mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I watch these movies with subtitles almost well, always. I typically watch everything with subtitles, mm-hmm. but I record this one. I My Hallmark channel is on cable and I don't have the option of turning Maybe I do have the option of turning subtitles on. Huh, I'm going to have to figure that out. Time for, uh-oh, roadblocks placed
0: in the way of our movie couple. And it's there's really, as far as I'm concerned, there's a couple tiny ones, but it's just one big roadblock if we mm-hmm. go to the main movie couple, and that is that
1: Elizabeth is engaged to George. Uh, that's my number one thing. Elizabeth, exclamation mark. You're engaged, period. You're engaged! Stop inviting the opportunity to be with his brother. It just was not okay to me. Right. I think
0: that's the number one roadblock. And I will talk about that in the next section, my feelings about that. You know, there's a couple George can't get across the bridge with that, which then creates this situation in which Elizabeth and David are forced to spend some time together. But of course the single biggest roadblock to Elizabeth and David being together is that Elizabeth is supposed to marry another man. Right, and we talked about this a lot in Mixed Up in the Mediterranean, how we're supposed to feel about, which is a different situation. He's not actually married, but we have a situation where he's playing a man who is married.
1: I don't love that. So, can we move straight on to what we wished for? Well, I just want to make one note at the beginning of the movie, like uh, when Elizabeth and George were talking about honeymoon locations and she wanted to take like a month off to travel blah 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 blah. whatever six weeks yeah i mean i would love to too that sounds amazing but she's clearly unhappy with george's lack of like interest in the wedding and in travel in in adventure like these are red flags all around so i just wish we had a little bit more uh perspective like from her In terms of, like, why she was settling for George. Because he didn't, like, what was it that she... Well, I think that's the
0: perfect intro to the what we wished for section. Let's move on to that. Because the number one thing I wished for was any chemistry between Elizabeth and George. Uh Uh-huh. I wanted to feel some conflict about her falling for someone else. She's engaged to this person but it felt a little bit like she became engaged to this man who was in her life simply out of convenience and he provided a feeling of safety and comfort to her. Mm -hmm. When she says his name, there's several scenes when she says, yes, George. Okay, George. It feels like she's talking either to a dog or to her boss. There's nothing intimate about the way she talks to him. And I do think you know, when she says, let's take a six-week honeymoon, and he says, well, we can't do that. I'm kind of on George's team there. It's who can take a six-week honeymoon when you own a business? Right. I think I wished maybe for a little bit more realistic conflict between the two of them. She never says,
1: hey, let's go somewhere for our honeymoon. Right. Well, I think you're right. There's there's never any sort of, like, believability that they are a couple in love. I wonder, and maybe this wasn't really, like, shown. You know how she was, like, so type A and, like, made all these lists and, like, was very organized and stuff? I wonder if the idea was that, like, she felt like it was time for her to get married and then George just so happened to be in her life. And so it was time to get married and that's what she was going to do. But then, I think that fits. Doesn't it? Like, maybe mm-hmm. that was just a part of, like, the original script. Was but was the next they step. Yeah, yeah, I don't... Maybe there was a rewrite there or
0: something. Here's my biggest wish about this movie. hmm I wish I knew how I'm supposed to feel in a movie when someone falls for someone else while still in a relationship. It is very hard for me to root for this relationship while knowing she's essentially having an emotional affair on her fiancé, and I think they play it safe in this case by doing two things. One... They give George a fallback girl. Yeah. And two, they give them the year space so she doesn't end her engagement and immediately fall into the final scene kiss. Right. All the same, I'm conflicted
1: about it. So I keep in my notes, I keep writing highly inappropriate relationship, highly inappropriate relationship, but probably realistic. Right? Right. Like these things happen in real life that you're sure. with somebody you're supposed to, I don't know, get married or you're engaged or whatever. And then you've kind of have an emotional affair or, or even a physical affair with somebody else. And there's conflict there. You don't know what to do, but it's hard to root for, like you said, this person who is just not doing the right thing. And I don't, I, look, i have I'm not going to stand on my moral high horse and be like, this is not the right thing. But do you feel me?
0: I do. I don't think they act inappropriately. But to your point earlier, she puts herself repeatedly in a situation. Even when she realizes perhaps that she's starting to feel something for him, especially after she goes to speak to the grandmother, she continues to spend time with him. While she's still engaged to George, while she's still planning, she continues to put herself in a situation with David that kind of allows her to increase her feelings for him. I think David acts nobly for the most part. Yeah. He's not in a relationship. He, other than the dance in the DJ's basement, Uh which perhaps crosses a line. He's not pushing her to choose him. There's no point at which he's trying to convince her that he's the guy.
1: Right. But don't you think the sister is pushing him? And the grandmother? Yeah. I think everybody thinks they're the match. So why aren't those family members stepping in with George or whatever and just being like, I don't don't know. I don't know about this fiancé you've taken on.
0: Maybe they feel disloyal to George if they say... Hey, I think the other the actual match is David and Elizabeth. And I think they feel like Elizabeth is part of the family, yeah, so I never got the sense
1: that anybody felt wronged by her actions in this movie. Got it um, uh, so. <sighs> I have a note here of what I would have wished for, and it is, and it might have made it easier to root for Elizabeth and David as a couple if there was some sort of like flashback scene to their childhood of like something that they had together, like maybe they went to prom together or they dated or something like that. Somewhere we could have seen like, oh, they did have this relationship and maybe he is the right brother she should be with. Yeah. But no flashback scenes in this movie. No montage. No montage. I wish maybe that they would have ended the engagement much earlier. And then she moved forward with David. But I guess then that would get us to the same end scene of like, she bounced from one guy to the other. So it's better that they did it this way and they had that year apart at the end. And
0: I think it wasn't until, you know, she had to come home. She had to have this time with David. It only happened because David happened to be home for their engagement party. And George was away. You know, it was this confluence of events that kind of led her. I think she could have easily just kept on marching right on forward to that wedding. Mm -hmm. Had David not gone home, or excuse me, George not gone home and not gotten stuck on the other side of the bridge. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, you know, what was funny, too, is that. Did she have that same kind of reaction as that other, was it Beverly Hills Wedding? Where, like, the the brother's coming to town and she was a little bit, like, surprised that David was coming home. Like, of course he's going to come home and his brother is having an engagement party.
0: Right. When she first sees him for the first time in the ice cream shop. Yeah. She's like, oh, you came back. And he's like, yeah. it's my brother's engagement party. However, the only thing that was unbelievable about that is the place that he was teaching escapes me but it was not the kind of place where you can just take a weekend off and come home right like you're not going to fly across the world to go home for your brother's engagement party it's like dude i'll be there for the wedding but i'm not flying home twice
1: yeah okay this is where i'm gonna shit on this movie here this wig that elizabeth is wearing is so terrible i hate i can't I wanted to throw a rock at my TV. Like, I, it just was a bad wig. She has beautiful hair. Like, we see it. It's in... so funny because you said last week,
0: I'm not looking forward to the wig. And I, the whole time, was watching this. Like, is it a wig? That is a wig. I liked her hair. I thought she Ugh. had cute bangs. I liked oh. her cute haircut. It's a big difference from her when calls the heart, long curls. I, I, I liked it.
1: <laughs> I, the whole time, I was like, is it a wig? That That is a wig. (laughs) Look at the part line. Like, that is a wig. It's awful. Big thunder. (laughs) Wow. That's so crazy.
0: Okay, so are we in? Did you see that? Yeah, I guess. Okay, so (laughs) did you see that wig? I'm going to need some (laughs) feedback. I'm going to need someone else to weigh in. It's... I. Watched specifically for the wig, but my first did see that moment is in the opening scene where she has the patient in her chair and he's like, I floss! And I just want... Every single person lies to their dentist about flossing. I know you're a good flosser. My husband's a good <laughs> flosser. The vast majority of the world were not good flossers and we all lie to
1: our dentist. I appreciated that moment. That's funny that you say that. I'm pulling up Erin uh, Krakow. I can't even say her last name. I'm looking to see like her actual Instagram Yeah, she has a lot of photos from the movie. There's actually some
0: really cute ones there, like, that made me root for her and Tyler Rines as a couple (laughs) in real life. Oh. They're a couple
1: in real life? Or you Mm -mm. think they might be? Mm -mm.
0: I just want them to be.
1: Oh. Okay, crap. You know what? Like, I'm seeing photos, like, from February 23rd, and she's got that haircut. So maybe... Maybe it's a wig. There's a lot of like, you know, there's a lot of like on on set pictures, but then Uh Uh they filmed it over like Christmas time or the holidays or whatever. But then we have February 22nd and then she's got that same hairdo. So there's no way. Damn it. Maybe the wind calls the heart hair is fake. I don't know. Oh, I would believe that. Uh, God, I hate when I'm wrong, but I think I might be wrong here.
0: Oh, yeah, even her again. profile photo is short hair.
1: Oh goodness gracious!
0: This is oh. her hair. Yeah, she's not wearing a wig
1: out with her two besties yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me see. Is there a picture with her? Her? Oh yeah, I hear that. Oh, you're right. Oh
0: jeez. I think she's real cute, and also because she was playing a dentist, I was looking at her teeth. She's got great teeth.
1: Oh, she's got great teeth. I agree. I agree. And she had a great lip color on too. It just worked for her so well. I I like this actress. I don't want you to think like I'm dissing her by any means because she was she was in a Christmas movie that I watched this last December, which was not part of the 2020 Christmas countdown. It was the previous year, uh-huh. and I really
0: liked her in it. So I like her too. It's okay. It's okay. You can you
1: can like the actress
0: and not like the movie. It's all right. All right. My next. Did you see that moment? Patient asks her where she's going on her honeymoon, and she's kind of like, "Oh." Like, it hadn't occurred to her to think about one.
1: About going on a honeymoon? Yeah. It, yeah, she seemed surprised by that. And I thought that was odd. Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought so, too. And I actually... I actually... actually I actually <laughs> thought that... Uh, I thought they had said, like, the wedding was in two months. But that could be wrong. I thought at one point they said, the wedding is in two months. And I go, they're just having an engagement party, like, two months before their wedding? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't remember specifically if that's the case or not. I mean, I watched very closely at the beginning, and then it got so boring to me, but it did not get better until, like, 30 minutes before the end. Well, when I talked to you yesterday and you said you hadn't watched the final 30 minutes,
0: I was like, you gotta watch the final 30 minutes. <laughs> it's the best part. It really does, I think, improve the movie.
1: Yeah, I think, I think so, too. I just... Overall, it was kind
0: of a letdown for me. Puts the surprise party on the itinerary. Rookie mistake.
1: Oh, I know. And shows it to the lady? Like, no. No. And for no, a minute, no. I
0: thought she was doing that. On purpose, because the mother maybe doesn't like surprises,
1: and then I realized that it was a mistake, and I thought, come on, you're this type A? No, 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 no. Yeah, right? Well, you know what is so funny? I'm in a deep dive of her Instagram right now, and she sure has a lot of pictures of Tyler Hines. I'm telling
0: you, she picked him to be in the movie. There are photos that I saw in the ET Online article Uh that were them. They talked about how they took like a cliffside walk. There it is. Scroll way down. You see that? Like, it's a shot of the two of them facing the sunset? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right? Tyler Hines has the shot that she took, if you scroll way down on his Instagram.
1: Oh. God, he's sure easy to look at.
0: Right? Attractive. He's so pretty. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm objectifying Tyler Hines, but I just... Is it objectifying someone to call them attractive? Attractive. I like to be called attractive. Right? I'm just appreciating his good looks. I'm not saying anything else. I, I enjoy him quite a bit. He elevated the movie for me.
1: Yeah, if it was a different actor in there, I would have really, really hated this movie.
0: I could see how a different actor would have made this a different experience for me. I'm just all in on Tyler Hines. How old is he?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Is he, is he younger than I am? I think so. Oh, my God. He might be. Let's find out. Are you looking? <laughs> um, I will right now. This is totally turning into the Tyler Hines appreciation podcast. <laughs> Are we Hines?
0: <laughs> oh, no. He's a baby. He's only 34. <laughs> oh, he's
1: so young. <laughs>
0: 34. Wow. In my mind, he was exactly my age. <laughs> Wait, he's not married, right? I don't think so. But we are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have a point. Um, um, We're not dead inside. Jesus. I don't think he's married. Wow, he's done a lot of movies. And I know he's in some show called Letterkenny, which uh, is like a Canadian TV series. Where he plays like a bad boy. So Ooh. I wonder if that's streaming anywhere. I'm gonna have to look for it. Are you ready to tear your eyes away from Tyler Hines Instagram and sure. finish the Did you see that section? <laughs> I don't that's all I got. I don't have anything else. All
0: right, let's go. I have a few. One. Louise, the sister, says, That ship has sailed for me. She cannot be older than 30. And she's like, I'm done with relationships. We later find out she's had two failed engagements, but I didn't, I was not invested in the Louise Eugene storyline at all. No, why did they have that? Oh, don't they needed to the have wedding. it mm-hmm. for the wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They needed to right, have right. a reason for them both to come back. Right. Her ice cream order in the ice cream <gasps> shop was completely bonkers. It was. What was even happening? One third full vanilla, half full vanilla. Nobody orders ice cream like that. Not even the most typeiest of the type A's.
1: I mean, was she making like a Neapolitan in one? What's happening? Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand it. It was bizarre. They should have had her go into like a coffee place ordering a crazy coffee. That would make more sense than like ice cream right the first
0: scene in the oyster restaurant with elizabeth and george and they pull into this restaurant and i think we're supposed to believe this is like a fun environment first of all a why did they go there she doesn't like oysters she just assumes they're going to have pie. i don't know what's happening b that restaurant was super annoying (laughs) i was not on board with this being the cool place to be oh i thought it looked fun because I haven't been Dan out Bell in a year. the whole time. You can't order the drink that you want. You can't oh. have pie unless you eat oysters. Oh my gosh. I just felt like we were supposed to think that was a really cool place. I enjoyed it when they went back the second time. She has this arc with the waitress when she goes back by herself. But the first time there, I was on team George. This place is annoying.
1: I thought it looked fun. There was like dancing in the background and it was like oysters is a weird like thing that you're gonna have to eat before you get pie like I feel like there's a place like that around here Joe's Crab Shack is that something like that where you got to eat something before you get something. You're telling me that Joe's Crab Shack won't serve you the pie unless you eat the crabs. I doubt it, but I don't don't know. I just thought it was fun. The thing that made me laugh in that first scene is when she orders a Chardonnay and the waitress goes, fancy. And I was like, don't shame the Chardonnay. But it was hilarious. I thought it was funny. And then she brings two beers. I liked it.
0: (laughs) I I did think, but also like, is a Chardonnay fancy? Like a white wine? Plenty of drink She didn't even order like a specific vintage. Give me the house Chardonnay. You're yeah. (laughs) Come on, people are drinking wine with oysters. Give me a break. Totally,
1: totally. I thought it looked fun. I don't like oysters either. So, but she was real pity party when she couldn't get her pie. I would be too. a bakery. Why are you going to an oyster restaurant
0: to get a key lime pie? The whole scene didn't make sense to me. Whatever. Okay. And also they've driven past this restaurant ostensibly thousands of times because they live on this island and it's like brand new to them. And then when she goes back with David, he's like, what do you mean you've never been here? It's like a a mirage appeared out of nowhere and she just decided (laughs) to go there for the first time. (laughs) When she gets on the dance floor with David, she is a terrible dancer Uh uh-huh i did but then later they have their sweet dancing scene and she's like i know how to dance all evidence to the contrary uh maybe she knows how to
1: slow dance i don't know yeah yeah i i don't know yeah that was i hate scenes like that they just make me uncomfortable Louise says to Eugene,
0: how much does a first-class stamp cost? And Eugene says, I'm glad you asked. This is the worst pair of lines ever written in a Hallmark movie.
1: Uh, Yeah, that was terrible. Terrible.
0: We could not find anything more interesting for Eugene the mailman to talk
1: about than the cost of a stamp. And the the mailman just comes in their house. Like, (laughs) that doesn't happen. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I was dead wrong. uh, And Julie Sherman Wolf told me I was wrong that uh, people do leave keys under their mats in Avon, Connecticut. So do mailmen just come into houses where you guys live? You guys send us an email. Let me know.
0: You know, some people have like their mailbox like on their front porch. Yes. Or a mail slot in their front door. But yeah, to the back door, like handing it directly to you. I, I come on.
1: Oh, oh, speaking of the mailman, there was one scene when Eugene is delivering like a big um, canvas to, what's her face? Louise. There is no way that canvas fit inside his mail truck. Like The way <laughs> they show the shot is like, he looks like he's pulling it out and he gives it to her. It's huge. And then he gets into the mail truck and you can see like, there's no way it would have fit in there. That, it, that made me like, LOL. Would have had to come UPS. For sure.
0: I could super relate to Elizabeth trying to climb the ladder into that treehouse. I would have struggled also.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what was funny? I was like, I was watching that. I was like, oh, this is so bad. Like, that's bad acting. I was like, but that totally would have been me trying to pull my fat (laughs) ass up those ladder things, too.
0: Well, And then when she finally gets up it, I watched to see if maybe they had like cut out somebody at the bottom holding it tighter. Uh But they, they didn't. I mean, I think she just was climbing up it for real the first next time but
1: well at the very end when they're like watching the movie or whatever i thought they were like at somebody's house but they're in the freaking tree house Mm -hmm. does david live at home now i don't know they just had
0: to bring it full circle also when they have their first tv experience apparently there's only one tv in the house and he Uh wants to watch a western and she wants to watch the fake bachelor come on you don't have a phone you can't go watch the bachelor on your (laughs) ipad in your room (laughs) (laughs) who wants to watch a western anyway (laughs) And they have this giant rec room in this house where
1: only adults live now. (laughs) Right? There's no kids that live there anymore. It hasn't been converted to, like, a workout space or something.
0: (laughs) Right. There's no Peloton in the... (laughs) (laughs) Also, when the power goes out and they go into the basement and they straight up have lanterns, (laughs) y'all, you know you're using your iPhone flashlight to go check the breaker. (laughs) Bust out their lanterns and they're holding them up
1: by their faces. (laughs) Do you have a lantern in your house anywhere?
0: Uh, Well, you know what's funny is my parents have a bunch because they use them like to sit outside. Okay. Um, But, and my daughter has one in her room that she actually reads by the light of. Oh, that's adorable. But we do not have, we have flashlights, but we don't have Yeah, you're not going to go
1: grab a lantern. No.
0: That's stupid. That's the end of the did you see that? Okay. I don't even want to know what you're rating this movie.
1: Oh my god. I want you to guess. What do you think I'm going to rate it?
0: I think you're going to give it under 2.
1: Uh, you're wrong. Oh. I I give it 2 stars. Okay. I liked Beverly Hills Wedding better and I really really liked mixed up in the Mediterranean better. I don't even remember the second movie. (laughs) What was the second movie? I was just trying to think of it right now. I don't know.
0: Playing Cupid. Oh, yeah, I didn't really like that movie. (laughs) I, you know, thinking back, turns out I kind of liked all these movies. Uh, None of them fell as flat as A Winter Getaway, which for me is the unfortunately flattest of the 2021 offerings. But I'm going to give this movie a 3.25 stars. Wow. Although it's weird because I would say I liked it more than Beverly Hills Wedding. And what did I give that? Did I just give it a three?
1: I don't remember. Neither do I. What did you give mix up in the Mediterranean? I don't know.
0: I will look right now. I think I maybe gave it three and a half.
1: I I gave it
0: a 3.5.
1: Okay, it's whatever I'm feeling at the moment. <laughs> really, I, there is no scientific scale to this, guys. No, there isn't.
0: As we talked about earlier, next week we have the standalone "Fit for a Prince." We will be reviewing that next week. Then there will be a one-week break before we dive into these five spring fling movies. Gotta say, pretty excited about them. I'm very know excited. Bright springy colors. I don't know what it is, but there's there's some great actors and actresses that I really like. I'm into it. Cindy I'm Busby. ready. Yes, De-deans. Cindy Busby. There's another Date My Dad throwback. <laughs> hey, guys, you know what? Uh, I know we ask every week, but, you know, it would really make us happy if you're an Apple user and you just drop down and leave us a review. It takes 30 seconds to say nice things. I mean, we're hoping you'll say nice things. <laughs> it's obviously up to you. But we would love it. Five stars mean the world to us. The words typed into the review spot mean even more. And, again, you can drop us an email, com with this title review and a screenshot of your review, and we're going to choose five of you to send Starbucks gift cards to. We cannot wait to send those out to you. Until next time. Until next time, don't forget we have our regular episodes every Tuesday that you can catch up with, and we'll be back next Thursday with Fit for a Prince. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.